is it from like i don't the, know the kissing never made sense to me the first time i had my first kiss lord have mercy anyway my mom already knows this the first time i had my first kiss i ran away and then ran back and i was like what's that <laughs> I'm not even joking. To this day, the guy I had my first kiss with still like makes fun of me with it. Cause mm. I, now that I was so naive, I was like, "What was that?" Yeah. Can you can you do that again? And then <laughs> curiosity. No, I'm not even. I'm, I wish I was joking. I'm not, I was like, "Huh? How how how? Where did you learn that?" Mm. I was just blown <laughs> away. I was like, "What is this?" And I'm glad that. To an extent, like I said, I used to tell her some things. I didn't try to tell her that ah, this person kissed me. But she'd be like, did he peck you? I said, oh, no. He just did. She said, was he close to your mouth? I said, because sometimes, <laughs> even myself, if you go call, they open my eyes. Because one time I was like, oh, I, I gave him a hug before we left. She was like, oh, okay. I was like, but then I smelled his breath. It smelled like my clean. She was like, how did you smell his breath from the hug you gave him? I was not like, ah. I said, this woman, this woman, you are very smart. Though. She was like, if you walk somebody, people's head will be back. So how did you that smell the Maclean? I said, ah, Maclean is, is, is to smell out when you brush. She said, ah, Mirabe. <laughs> oh my gosh. But um, I'm glad that she was able to change her pattern of training us to an extent. I'm glad that she was able to change that. And now that I'm I'm a bit older and I look at all these things, I'm like, what she did later on is what I will do with my kids. Mm. Like what she did later on, not earlier on. If, because even earlier on, like I said, she'll be like, don't allow this person to put on your bone. All those kind of things. I will tell my children, let them let them see me as a crazy person. Because when they get older, they will not see that I'm not really crazy. Yeah. And the whole trying to be back to the question where I was asking if being in relationships now that we are older helps with sexual purity i would say that it depends on the person you're getting into a relationship with yeah for the longest time i know you have told me this off air before you were like i've never really been in a relationship with a reasonable human being all the people have <laughs> no no shade no shade to anyone that i've now that i even think about the self i don't even think i've been in an actual relationship except for mm-hmm. one the rest were just like off and on, off and it was I won't call it a relationship if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But um trying to be sexually pure depends on the partner you're with. In this day and age where everybody's like, ah, when I never knock and you guys are dating, you ca- you have to test a car before you buy it. I hate that statement. Mm-hmm. And when I hear men, full grown men saying that, it irritates me because I'm like, do you test drive a test? You test drive luxury cars. Mm. Do they advertise luxury cars to you? Exactly. I'm not. The fact that you're even comparing me to a car. Okay, that's just a figure of speech. So that's a way to compare. Do, do you see them advertising um, what they call it? Lamborghini, for example. Rolls Royce. Do you see them advertising it? No. It's Toyota Avensis and uh, Mustubishi. Uh, this, <laughs> they do. They do. They do. <laughs> they do advertise. So my thing is, first of all, the guy that you're going out with, is he also a follower of Christ? Is he a believer? Everybody, um, how do I, how do I put this thing now? There are people who have the gift of um, speaking in tongues. 
But because he's speaking in tongues, Rebu Kebu doesn't mean that he <laughs> he's has really he has the exactly he has the fruit of spirit. What are the fruit of spirit? <clears throat> Love, um hope so I did get that right though. Fruit of spirit. Love so joy. School. <laughs> joy, Love, joy. <clears throat> all of that. Does he have all of that? Does he have a personal relationship with God? Is he a guy that okay, yeah, I go to church ah, but guys now cool before we get married, that kind of thing. Mm. Oh yeah, I'm a Christian now, but ah, so you mean that we cannot do anything? Or is he a Christian that I'm willing to wait till marriage with you? I'm willing yeah. to somebody that will help you in your journey and you're also helping him. Is he a Christian brother mm. that is claiming to be Christian but then is asking you what to bring to the table? First of all, let's not even go to that. Let's, let's not go there <laughs> because we'll not finish we will not finish that topic because once I hear you are a Christian brother and I say, What do you bring to the table? I'll just carry my bag. Carry my two left leg. I leave the table. The table. You leave the table. You can't bring someone else. <laughs> bring your fellow man to the table. Oh. But the person you get involved with, and also, do we? Do you ever do this thing where you pray about a partner, a person that you like before dating them? Uh yes, yes. Another thing is because this is very. I think I should say this. Be careful about the advice that you receive from people. And not mm. everyone, <clears throat> though we are in the podcast now, but not everyone that carries mic to talk to audiences you should listen to. And so that's another thing. Like, we need to know who we want. Like, we need to, I've mentioned boundaries, but we need to know who we need to be in a relationship with. And like you mentioned, not just a Christian, not just someone that believes in God, but someone that has the same values as us. So mm-hmm. is that what we want? You know, there are people that, you know, they don't mind, you know, being sexually active with their partner. Then there are people that that's their own value. Like they want to keep themselves to marriage. So if you know you're that type of person, mm-hmm. you know, like your advice, like find someone else that is like you. But another thing is, where are the men like that? Girl, How they're so quiet. Are- Huh? They are so, they don't like to, like, they're not outspoken. They are not, like, because yeah. I believe that there are still guys who have not even had a full-on sexual intercourse. But they won't yes. tell you. I believe it strongly. But they mm-hmm. won't tell you because in, in a world that we live in, the temptation is too much, even though you're not even trying, it's even coming to you. So yeah. you're not putting yourself in a situation where you would be forced to do certain things that you don't want to. And even speaking about dating people who are not even Christians, <laughs> maybe we can have that as another topic on as another because topic it will help people too that are that find it situations like that what i would say about that in order not to go too deep is don't be with somebody that doesn't have the same values as you are and don't be in a relationship because you are lonely yeah if you're getting into a relationship because you are lonely god said good look you to somebody that have great plans for ruining your future yeah. Yeah. because of what the word says nah don't do that don't do that but god is very merciful he's very merciful like from what i've from my own experience he's very merciful like ah god did not allow me to rest though eh see i would just be scrolling instagram and this is this is just one way that god works at least the way that god talks to me mm-hmm. in different ways one of the, I can be going through something very serious and then I'll say preaching about that particular thing I'm going through. I'll go on YouTube. I won't even be looking for something. Then I'll just see this powerful preaching. I'll just speak to 
speak to myself. Okay. I remember during that situation, I would just be scrolling through Instagram. And then there's this lady. She talks about her marriage with an atheist. She's a Christian, but she's married to an atheist. And she talks about the struggle. Mm. And so mm-hmm. that one is it's a different topic on its own but yeah it is but i i was just going to say that even the partner that you choose because i know that we're in the age where marriage is around the corner so the people that we choose to even spend the rest of our lives with or even in the dating process will even determine or not determine it will help with our relationship with god because the thing i've learned is that if you you talking to this one guy if you associating yourself with this guy in a way pushes you to God. Hold him, hold him tight. And mm-hmm. I want to hold him, hold him. Because I don't know what the world is turning into, but the guys these days, oh, I don't know. It's like everybody's always <laughs> saying there are so many fishes in the sea. Have you seen the fishes in the sea? They, mm-hmm. One, ah, no. No, 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 no. But I feel like, oh, sorry. No, continue, continue. I was just going to say, I feel like being sexually pure and being pure in general is a struggle that every christian will most definitely go through whether you have been whether you have fallen into temptation or not the temptation will come in my own um personally i think one way to be able to overcome sexual temptation and being sexually pure would be to read the word of god meditate on the word of god and pray alongside praying and reading the word of god go hand in hand you can't pray and not read the bible you can't read the bible and not pray it has to go it has to go hand in hand and in as much as god is merciful his word also says i can't remember but this is me paraphrasing he says i will have mercy on whom i'll have mercy on Mm. so everybody has the grace that god has given unto them you don't know how much yours is not saying that he has favorites not saying that but look at the story of Job and look at the story of David. David was a man after God's heart. God also loved Job, but see how he allowed the devil to do what he wanted to do with Job because he knew his son. How much does God know you? He won't allow us to go through things that we cannot overcome. And sometimes yeah. when I go through certain things, especially when it's maybe sexual temptation or stuff, I go through it, I'm like, I know your word says that you won't let us go through things that we can't overcome, but... Baba, you have to show up because I don't know. <laughs> and I try to be as honest as possible with myself. Even when I'm praying, I try to, you know, write certain things down in my journal, my Holy Spirit. I cannot do this by myself. I genuinely need your help because I can't do this by myself. And like you said, surrounding myself with people that can hold me accountable for certain things. And sometimes when I'm like, I need to surround myself with godly people, people that have the same value, people that respect and honor God and love God. When you now see the Christian brothers in church, and you're like, let me... <laughs> Why are you smiling? No, you're, no, trying to, you're trying to give them like, okay, you're like, okay, let me, let me not just close my options. You know, if I want to be a woman of God and also have a man of God, not necessarily, not necessarily a pastor, but like a man who believes in God. I should also be open to Christian brothers in church and all. But as mm. God will have it, the brothers in church, some of them, mm. <sighs> let God be praised. Yeah, <laughs> That's what yeah, I can say. Like, 
see and this is the thing yeah this is how i look at the church i look at the church as a hospital yes like we're not coming there because we are perfect like everyone has their own struggles regardless of mm-hmm. if they're christian brothers or not everyone has their own struggles what so we're yeah. coming in with our baggage and we're coming to god to church and we're saying god please heal us please have mercy on us you know there are people that are already good they're healthy but they're coming in you know for check for checkup you know like when you're in the hospital mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not that something necessarily is going on with you but you're going to the hospital just to check your overall well-being and then there are people that are very very sick and they need help from the hospital so that's the way that i look at the church as well surround yourself with people that you want to be <clears throat> that you want to be like you know they're even if they are few in your own opinion and mm-hmm. even those few you don't know their internal struggles themselves yeah so sometimes we look we're looking at perfection like nobody's perfect you know, True. like you cannot necessarily find someone that's perfect. But if you find someone that is ready to walk, even in that in, in that imperfection, they, are, they want to walk with you to God and they want to hold your hand and say, you know, like we have, you know, heavenly rays. Do it to that person. Like we're not all perfect. And that's the thing. Like I don't go to church like, oh, like these Christian brothers, they're not like, no, like I have like good friends that I know that they are very, very good friends that I really, really love from church. Mm-hmm. And I walk with them as well in my faith. So that's it. Like, you know, this is another thing because a lot of we are turning it into and we need to be careful as Christians when we make statements about like Christian brothers and all like this, they're like that, they're like this, they're like that. Yes. However, we ourselves are not perfect, right? Mm -hmm. So let's not look at them in their imperfection. Another thing is, um, someone was saying this last week. She said, before you see anyone for anything that they are, the first thing that they are is they are children of God. So, if even though I see someone struggling or you know someone I don't really like, well, the first thing that they are, they are children, children of God, of God. Mm-hmm. before anything else. Before anything else, so that also helps me to see them in a very, very beautiful way. So yeah, don't don't overlook the Christian brothers. Though. I'm telling I mean, you it's not even it's not even me overlooking them. I think it's just something I've heard a lot, and then personally yeah. from my experience yeah i'm not saying that they're all bad or anything because for the longest time where i've been i haven't had like friends that stay around or friends that have the same value system in terms of christianity or being christians i haven't had friends like that and the ones that i knew i wouldn't call them friends per se i'll call them like acquaintances right and so i started to be intentional about making friends that are christ-like friends that are christians like me and in the church that i go to from what i've seen so far they're actually very good it's encouraging it encourages Mm -hmm. you they hold you accountable they're actually Mm -hmm. genuine like you said first of all see them as children of god but then you know the closer you get to people you also tend to see their imperfections if that makes sense nobody's perfect so then you choose if you want to be friends with this person's imperfections if you're okay with your imperfections and they would also be like okay i'm okay with this person's um 
imperfections and all and then i think that's how it grows so for me personally not condemning brothers in church i love brothers and sisters i love all of them it's just choosing the imperfections that i know i can handle be it yeah. as friends or even for relationships <clears throat> and even mm-hmm. like for guys and for girls too because there are yeah. some and i'm like i'm struggling with this do i want to be friends with somebody that is also struggling with the same thing or somebody that has overcome this in yeah. that sort of thing but what i was saying was not just uh to your point but something that i'm always hearing especially okay, like in yeah podcasts, on youtube when people are talking about like the men in church the women condemning in church. them like, there are people that are very, you know, not very good in the church, right? Yeah. But it's just something I'm hearing a lot nowadays where people are like, oh, like the brothers in church are not very good and all of that. And then someone will listen to that and then go get someone outside the church. And then you'll find out that the person outside the church might even be worse than the person inside the church. Because all of us, we are trying. Like, we are we are still struggling. Yeah. Genuinely. Yes. Um, just because they are from the church does not mean that we should close our eyes. And we shouldn't be intentional. Be intentional mm. about the person that you want. Just because they are in the church, you, you don't say, oh, like, this Christian brother, you know, he likes me. I'm going to be in a really... No. Mm-mm. Don't do that. Like I said, some people are very sick. Okay? And they are coming Can to God Chris, for him. No man, no man. <laughs> so, you know, go for the person that is, you know, healthy, that you want to build your life with. Go for mm-hmm. a healthy person in the church. There are lots of healthy people. Join organizations in church. For myself, I'm in the youth group. And mm-hmm. I get to have friends that are also, like, within my age range. Some are older, some are younger. Mm-hmm. And it also helps me, you know, connect personally with a lot of people from, like, my church. So... That's something I would just advise someone else out there. Okay. Um, what else was I even going to say? <laughs> oh, we're just talking about church. Um, hear me. Sorry. When we were talking about church, um, there was a time that we had a guest pastor, and this was back in Abuja. We had a yeah. guest pastor in my church, and she was talking on adultery. That's sexual purity in marriage now and she was preaching on this i just got back from the u.s then so it was in 2018 the man sitting beside me was a married man he's a married man i know his wife and his kids so while this preaching was going on the man was like stopping me that he can't find his phone so i was like oh okay they're like oh can you um can I put my number on your phone so you can <laughs> call my phone for me? <laughs> so you can call my phone for me. I was not like, Asa. I knew it was older than me, but it was not that old. It wasn't yeah. too old. But I was like, sir, our preaching is going on respectfully. I want to listen to what they are saying. I'm taking notes. He said eh, that he was using his phone to take notes, but he can't find it if I can call. So innocently, I was like, oh, oh my gosh. So I called. He put the number. I called it. And then his phone rang his phone was in his pockets and then i looked at him <laughs> i ignored it while service was going on this man started rubbing my leg princess i looked at him i eyed him from head to toe and then he was like oh sorry maybe after church after church. in church he was mm-hmm. like after church after church mm-hmm. i was already irritated i was irritated that this was a married man 
one yeah. i was irritated that the past the guest minister that we had was talking about adultery and he was doing exactly what she was preaching against i was irritated because he was just irritating so after service the first thing that came to mind was just walk straight to pastor just walk straight to pastor and report this one mm-hmm. and then i was like no let me not let me not embarrass him because i know our pastor at the time he's the kind of pastor that if you do something wrong brethren he will call you out to church and nothing <laughs> will happen so that experience and at the time i was just 18 years old and i was like is this how all married people are so because i thought that once you get married once you keep yourself to marriage and then when you eventually get married there is no longer any struggle you now have a husband you now have a wife you don't have to struggle for sexual purity or whatever because now it's your partner but then that experience made me understand that that's not the end there is still sexual purity struggle after you've been married and I walked out and I told my mom and she was like, she'll handle it. I don't know what she did. I don't know what she said. I don't know what she said to his wife. Why not the man never came to church again after that? And even when he came, he would avoid seeing me or my mom. And it now made me scared to an extent because I was like, I thought when you just, when you manage to keep yourself or if you don't, you eventually, you, when you eventually get married, your body is now, you and your husband are one. You're now one flesh. I didn't really know that you'd still have to struggle fighting outsiders, even when you're married. And I know that I'm not there yet, but I know that we are getting there. I just wanted to focus on where we are now as young women, as young Christian women, focus on where we are now, but also how do you even how do we even get to after marriage you're still being tempted outside of marriage do you think that's as a result of past experiences as a single Mm. woman Mm. Uh, this one this one is deeper i don't even know where to start from with this to be honest because like when you were talking, there was something that I remembered. Like someone was telling me that um, you keeping yourself when you're single is you training yourself for when you're married. Mm. Because um, our attitude when we are single can transcend when we are married. Like, I don't know if that's the right word to use, but like mm-hmm. we can also experience it when we're married as well. So, you know, when the Bible says, lower your gaze says it for a reason we are humans we are going to be prone to temptation okay we're going to see tempted we're going to be tempted one way or the other we're going to feel like again we have feelings right mm-hmm. like you cannot necessarily like turn off a feeling that you have for something or someone i don't someone. know mm-hmm. but it's also a decision that we need to make for ourselves like even when you're in a relationship you cannot, you see a fine guy and then you're like, oh, this, this person is handsome. But if you continue to contemplate or you continue to think about how handsome this person is, mm-hmm. you might lead yourself to, to being tempted and also to lust after this person and probably to cheat on your partner, mm-hmm. right? So this person is handsome. This is how God, you know, God, they create, like how Nigeria said, ah, 
God a creator is very handsome and keep it moving. You get me? Yeah, not to dwell on it. Mm-hmm. And another thing is, um, is it bad for me to mention the culture as well? Like, no, 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 it's not. Like, the, the culture, because where we come from, I remember I used to, like, people would tell me things like, men cannot control how they feel about other women, even though they are married. And there's always justification for cheating as a man, mm-hmm. right? And we women are told, you know, like, we are supposed to be pure and all of that. But men are not told the same thing. So, like, I, I think that our culture also permits men to do these type of things. Because here, um, or let me say, like, in a lot of Western countries, if you cheat in a marriage, like, it's a very serious offense. Mm-hmm. But it is not very serious where we come from. Back home. Right? Like, the culture also, in some way, promotes something like that. I remember when I was 15 or 16, uh, after high school, I worked for my mom for two years before I came over for my studies. And there was this married man. My mom sells provisions, baby stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're a woman, if you're pregnant, you come to my mom's store. You can find everything related to women, babies, children stuff there. So he would always come to the store to get like diapers for his baby, mm-hmm. and he was also like moving to me. And I'm like, why, Mister? Like, you have a child, you have a wife. So what else? What do you need from a 15 years old child that so you don't even? And you know, it's crazy because like. I'm 15. Your wife is older. So in my own view, I think that the older you get, the more prettier you become, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like everything is very... Yeah. You're more mature then. So why are you going going to like a 15 years old person? Just a predator. Yeah. So that's another thing. Like we should train ourselves and also make that decision. Again, prayer. Prayer, accountability, we you cannot just wait till marriage. There are some things that we do now that will affect us. Um, the attitude that we have as singles will, if we're not careful, it's going to just roll over even when we're married because we're human beings. We're not just yeah. like turn up a switch. You have to train yourself to be the type of person that you want to be. If that makes sense. I completely agree with that and to like round off round us up um just in agreement with what you said there's also this book I was reading I can't remember the name but it's called singleness and what a quote from that book simply says that being single is a time for you to work on yourself spiritually mentally physically financially work on what you can control with the help of God because the attitudes the characters that you um indulge in that you create that you promote in your singleness is what you will take into your marriage so if you're not even being intentional about working on yourself you're not intentional about how to control yourself having self-control as a single person when you eventually get married, they will, you will not automatically have self-control yeah. because, oh, you are married. No, because you have been, because the person has been practicing a certain um, attitude, certain characteristics in their single single years. Now that they are married, it's just going to enhance, in my own opinion, it's just going to enhance 
that that you have been doing while single. So and self control is also a discipline as well. Discipline. You have to discipline yourselves. We have to discipline yeah. ourselves, even as Christians. We have to discipline ourselves because, like I said, in as much as you read the Bible, you pray, you be speaking in tongues, rebu rebu. You have to discipline yeah. yourself and be intentional, like you said. Be intentional and also be honest with yourself and go to God in prayer because He sees our hearts. He's one who sees our hearts and He knows our intentions. So He knows when we genuinely want to um get over something that we struggle with or um a temptation that we keep getting. And that's just how I see it. And that's I feel like we've been able to cover sexual purity and how it has affected our generation and how what has contributed to it and how we can try and avoid it and yeah. overcome it in my opinion i don't think is that what you think or yeah 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 i think that we actually covered it and you know when you told me about the topic i was going through like some videos to prepare myself for it but i one thing i noticed was that like a lot of christian people that were giving advice they were not giving practical advice about it mm. were like just stating the bible verse or oh, god says we should be pure purity leads to this purity leads to that but at the end of the day we know what purity is well, yes, what yeah. way? like there are people that don't actually know the practical way they want to give up something but they don't know how to, give how to. So what we should actually work on is practical ways. Like, what are the things that lead to it? You know, if someone is watching porn, like, why are you watching porn? Is it because you're bored? Mm-hmm. Is it because um, you don't know what else to do with your, your time? What do your you time? feel when yeah. you're watching it? Um, exactly. Are there people in your life that encourage encourage it? Are there people that you can court, people that you cannot court? That sort of things. I feel like when you're able to answer these questions, then you can you've made the first step to even yeah. stop watching porn on even or even stop masturbating and then i think also that bible verse that says an idle mind is a devil devil's workshop like you said if the person is lazy has nothing to do ah, let me just go and watch porn that's, that- i feel like that's how it comes in so if mm-hmm. you're always keeping yourself occupied you have people that hold you accountable hey how about this memory verse how about about this okay hey let's go for lunch let's go for coffee let's go for a run those sort of things um also being intentional the things that we watch the things that we put into our we put in our, in our minds like i was telling you off air i i am now being careful about the things i watch especially american movies rom-coms all of those stuff i love rom-coms but then especially with american movies you just start a movie you want to laugh and the next thing you know the <laughs> I just want to, it's, it's, it's almost as if it's unavoidable. You can't even yeah. avoid it. Yeah. So I have the people you surround yourself with, who are the people you talk to, you know, when you're feeling some type of way, go for a run, read your Bible, practical things, pray, but then you see your Netflix, your Amazon Prime, all the things you watch, you have to be careful now. I'm not saying that you can control the scenes that are in movies. Try watching cartoons, innocent cartoons. Even cartoons, they've gone, done, they do rubbish. But you have to be, that's why she was like, you have to be very intentional. Watch, watch, um, watch pastor preachings, like watch genuinely funny videos, videos that don't have to, that don't have anything to do with yash or bre- 
just natural funny videos that you watch and like okay this is genuinely funny fill your mind with positive things like i told you off it so i started watching k-dramas not because k-dramas don't have other scenes in it but it is they are very intentional yeah the ones i've seen so far they are very intentional mm-hmm. there is no punching immediately before the whole hand self it take them a year a peck on the cheek and they are celebrating america yeah what is peck on the cheek when they are exactly so i, I saw these things and i was like okay i have to be intentional so i hope that whoever is watching this and listening to this didn't just learn about myself and princess's personal life but was also able to learn how to like overcome sexual temptations because it happens to all of us we're not even going to lie we've admitted that it happens yeah. to each and every one of us yeah. and we've also admitted that our culture and where we come from as nigerians in a way helps to an extent and did not help to an extent so um for some of us we had to learn by ourselves while some of us our parents did their best you know to teach us as much as they could explain so we wouldn't go to the wrong people for advice so I hope that this has given you guys a practical um feedback and not just based on like scriptures and oh yeah Christian 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 but like practical things that you can do. Is there anything you have to say in Fogo? Uh, nothing. <laughs> Hopefully our yeah, moms I... don't watch this, but if they yeah. do yeah i hope i hope i hope we've not increased our family here but yeah one thing i need to say is that um i hope i can speak for both of us that both of us we're not perfect we're not coming to this podcast to you know act like we're perfect we also we're also going through struggles like a lot of christians out there are going through struggles and even if you're not christian you can also do this because honestly um one thing I've noticed about the Bible is that it's not just instructions for us to follow. It also protects us. There are a lot of things mm-hmm. that we're protecting ourselves from. You know, there is heartache. Heartache, is, we, we use that very lightly. Like heartache, heartache, and all of that. Soul ties and all of those things. They are not actually very soft stuff. They are... They are real. They are real. So these type of things, we're protecting ourselves from, you know, by leaving through the word of God. And I'm not perfect. I'm also going through struggles myself. You know, when you came with to me with this topic, I was like, you know, I don't want to go out there and say one thing and then yeah, go back. Yeah, I was also I scared too, to be honest, because yeah. it would be hard. But like you said, we're not perfect. And we're also going through our own challenges. But by the help and mercy of God, this is what we've been able to, this is what we've been through to an extent. And we're just sharing our own, like, ideas on mm-hmm. how we have been able to push through until this point yeah. so yeah i hope that it actually helps someone out there honestly <laughs> i hope it does well thank you so much for your time sis i really appreciate you thank you <laughs> you're free to invite me anytime i like talking as you can ah, see no, ah, most definitely <laughs> i will just have to work on the time zone and all of that stuff yes yes yes, yes but yes. um i really appreciate you taking our time to do this with me um i appreciate your how do you take the talk i'm now forgotten english you your inputs ah, into this okay. um i know that 
one way or the other, God is using you in his own way to preach his word and ah, we are there by the grace yeah, of God. You're actually doing a very good job. Like it's not easy to have a podcast where you talk about like Christian stuff. Especially now it's not very popular. You know, it's not mm. like the mainstream thing. So Yeah. But this is something that our generation needs. Especially True. people like us. We need it and you know I I hope that you push through and I pray that God will continue to enlighten you with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And, you know, Amen. this podcast becomes something very great. Amen. Ha! Lord, we finished your prayer. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us. Um, Don't forget to like, share. You'd have to subscribe Comment. to listen to this one. Comment. Because this is exclusive. So anybody else who watches this one, you have to, you have to subscribe. We'll figure it out later. But thank you guys yeah, for joining Chris us. Lennon, please go into our DM. Love you guys. Bye. <laughs> Bye.